I'm also going to say, you know, everybody talks about, obviously, and Sarah doesn't always like it, but it's true, how <laughs> Scorpios, you know, they have a high sex drive. Oh, yeah. Pisces can't keep up. They little horny dogs, too, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's obviously, true. they love it for that. So that's another reason why yeah. I feel like they're soulmates, because they are so sexually compatible. Absolutely. Honestly, <laughs> my Capricorn rising, take me seriously. <laughs> I'm a sister. I like the <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, so I saw. We started off strong today. Yeah, we are because I saw What'd the you see? wildest thing. Okay, tell us what was so wild about it. Uh, what was it? <laughs> and okay, so I saw it on Snapchat stories, which is like extra weird. I feel like. Yeah. So apparently, <laughs> I'm not sure. So let um, me just bring this up. <laughs> SF State. Oh no! Not is offering. Do I want to know? <laughs> yes, you do. Because it's wild. I don't know. I'm an SF State alumni. I know. Do we I... are both SF State alums. And I thought this was crazy. So they um, have a BDSM class um, teaching you 101 okay. uh, about BDSM. If not in SF State, right. where would it be? <laughs> right. Y'all, we had some very interesting electives. Honestly, yes. SF is very much artsy fartsy. Mm -hmm. And just like open and welcome to people from all walks of life yeah. and all types of interests, so I'm not surprised. Right. Um, I'm kind of sad that I graduated before I got to be in there. Right. Because just the <laughs> dynamic, like, I can't imagine how much closer you would be to any other peer than the one you took BDSM class right. with. And like, you know, you have like these like moments with people that you went to like college with. Oh, like she was in my comm class and like we became friends. She was in my BDSM <laughs> class. Oh my God. Haley, what's BDSM good? <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? And yes, I could only imagine. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it, but I could imagine that. During this BDSM class, they talk about power dynamics. Oh, yeah. And it helps you understand yourself, other people, why you like to be a certain type of way, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure if they talk about the psychology behind it, um, it's even more fascinating. Yes. Than I've ever anticipated. Yes. <laughs> I think they're going to do a wow. very good job with this class. I mean, I took Damn some it. really interesting gender studies. Yep. Um, like ethnic studies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and they really expanded my mind. So I know that they're going to have great confidence things. that they are going to do great things with this class and teach people. Yes, okay. about their sexual strength too, you know what I mean? And like their power. They rate my professor for that class. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the power and the shame. I'm like, rate my professor though for that class. Like, those comments are going to be very interesting. Yes. Those reviews are going to be very interesting. Oh my God. Wait, Will what's they the homework going to be? <laughs> watching porn no it's gonna be you exerting your dominance onto someone and oh seeing how it goes gosh. putting yourself out there I like that you know letting someone know how you like it like yeah you porn like what <laughs> who's the fucking teacher a frat guy <laughs> and now go watch some porn <laughs> there's well, so no, many other things well no for sure but there's also don't get offended <laughs> no i'm just no but i'm also saying that there is good porn out there oh there is but hands-on training is what I'm trying to say yeah, is more for beneficial sure. For, sure. for the students for than sure. just watching someone else do it. No. In my opinion. Definitely. Definitely. Will they be will everyone be open? Well, I guess people who are taking the class will be probably open to sharing their sexual experiences, right? At least maybe some of them. Yeah. 
on you know shit. yeah because you're if you're like yeah all good and fun or not all good I, fun, honestly good to, though like, i feel like some people are also the type to not want to put themselves out there but like this is their way of like putting themselves out of their comfort zone mm -hmm. so maybe they'll like go into the class like a little nervous and see people that like share a lot like as intimidating but yeah maybe they'll get more comfortable like overall i think this could be really good for people and if it's not, like, so it's too. it's easy to drop a class in college. Just, sure. do it soon enough. Just do it soon enough. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I can't see how this could harm a student. No, I, I can't. think this is a win. This is really going to – this should be a show. Yes, like, for real. They don't need to change anything. Based in SF, they just fucking, like – it shows, uh. like, five students – from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. different um, sexual orientations, mm -hmm. who somehow come across seeing this elective, um, you know, in enrollment. And then they have, like, different, like, views of, like, yeah. how this could go. And they just, like, a shy one, an outgoing one. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, all kinds of people. And then just seeing their story in that class. I feel like that show would be really interesting to watch. I think it would be very yeah, especially Sulu hire me right HBO. i got the show recommendations it's all up here baby pay her pay her okay so we may be a little late on this terminology but not really because you know it's our podcast and mm. i know there's gonna be people that didn't hear about it and if you have heard about it i know you're gonna be interested in hearing us talk about it and it's called quiet quitting ah, <laughs> you've seen it right I it's everywhere on it. social media i have seen it it's so funny because like there's a term for it now when it, really in fact it just means showing up to work and just doing your job and nothing more yeah like literally getting paid to do what you were hired to do and not going out of your way to do more yeah um and apparently older generations are pissed because they're like oh my god they're so lazy oh like no we're just like good at setting boundaries and like you kind of suck right and if this is quiet quitting then so be it like if a job wants to fire you for only doing what's in your you know, job description. Yeah, yeah sure, you'll quiet quit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. Also, and I just would love to, like, interview a boomer and be like, what do you think of this? Right. Like, you know, like, why do you hate it? Do you see the problem with how much, how much of a tryhard you are? Right. Don't be mad that you're working, like, extra hard and you've been fighting to get your boss's attention. Yeah. And we don't feel we need to do the same and we get paid the same amount. Well, the thing is, too, is that, like, and not everyone gets paid the same amount. Some no, people it's just, true. like, even in service industri industries, people, like, are just have, they, people have a lower tolerance for how they're treated. So they're definitely not going to go out of their way to impress you. Yeah. If they feel like you aren't valuing them. You know what I mean? Like, people just don't have the tolerance for being treated like shit anymore. No, for sure. And they sure. don't feel the need to just play the game for the sake of playing the game and getting a promotion, which I feel like boomers are really good at, you know? Just, like, play the long game, and you'll make some money, and you'll retire. You know what I mean? But when you – the only thing you have going for you is your job, obviously, yeah, you're not nourishing the other aspects of your life. That's why you're trying so hard at your job. But I think a lot of younger people are actually valuing – you know, their personal time, things that bring them joy, you know, their friends and family, what themselves. So they just don't feel the need to fall back on this job all the time. For sure. And I feel like, too, I mean, even people who are working in service positions, um, retail, like, 
food service, I feel like even they are like, okay, I'm at the point of like, I'm not going to keep doing work without you paying me more. You yeah. know what I mean? And we're seeing that they're asking everyone to do more work, but no one is getting paid more. So we just also know our worth so much more, I feel like. And that's also what I was trying, that's mostly what I was trying to get at. Because I feel like we know that we don't want to, we're not going to take that anymore. Like, yeah. why am I going to overwork myself if you don't even value the work that I'm producing? And the pandemic, I feel like, just heightened that. Because, like, we, as a, at a young age, you know, t- like, younger people than us, even teenagers, but, like, people in their 20s were witnessing so much, like, tragedy and death and, like, you know what I mean? We, yeah. We're seeing the world around us like crumble before our very eyes. So yeah. it really puts into perspective like what really matters. You know what I mean? Like if I were to die tomorrow, if I, you know what I mean? Whatever Facts. it may be or if my mom or my dad or someone I love is gone, like I don't want to be the type of person that's just, you know, working all the time and has absolutely no time for the people and the things that I love. Like we don't want to live with a regret, mm-hmm. you know? It's just not worth it. Yeah. To me, it's not worth it. If I die tomorrow, I don't want my last day to be me pulling through. <laughs> I want my last day to be me putting myself and my friends and family first and enjoying life and working at the bottom <laughs> to make some money <laughs> to survive. So I can do the things that I love and I can hang out with the people I love. Right. You know what I mean? No, But before, sure. definitely, I had this mindset of like, you grow up, you make good money build a stable family in a good house and you made it like now i'm just like i don't know what's happening tomorrow whatever next week whatever i just want to be happy yeah i'm happy people in my life that i love get get to experience me happy Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's when i'm living my purpose yeah you know what i mean for sure i I feel like the pandemic came and like fucked everybody in like a completely new way and in some weird ways I know there was a lot of death and tragedy around it, but in other ways for millionaires and billionaires and stuff, like it brought everyone kind of on the same playing field. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the first time in a really long time. Because like, Cause I wonder what to do. It's, it's <laughs> like that saying, like we're all buried eight feet under. Yeah. So yeah, every single person, you know, billionaires, millionaires, people that have zero money, anybody could get COVID and anybody could die tomorrow, Mm -hmm. today, the next day. Like, none of you are special. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, you know, it affected some people. Oh, my God. I was watching Law & Order Organized Crime. (laughs) Which, like, oh, Detective Stabler, first of all, missed you, and damn, you're killing it. Like, this Organized Crime franchise is, like, really, really, like, interesting because it's, like... Obviously, it's organized crime, so mm-hmm. every episode isn't like a different storyline. It, it all ties together. Mm. Um, and essentially, one of the episodes was talking about how people that are rich, like they were hosting this party, and someone, one of the criminals there, had stolen, a, basically hijacked a truck that was delivering COVID vaccines at the early stages of the pandemic, but he got it for this party that he was hosting for all these rich people. So the rich people can get their vaccines first. Oh, wow. And I'm sorry. I've watched Law and Order That's enough to know crazy. that even though it's not based on a true story, like it kind of is in the yeah. sense that it's following <laughs> like society's right. story. Right. And I thought this was a good time to bring it up because it's like that. You know what I mean? Like obviously, yeah. You should not be getting a COVID vaccine at that time unless you really, really needed it. But you know those rich, rich people were freaking out because they're like, well, I'm special and I deserve it. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, my God. I saw a very 
real tweet today, Uh-oh. which also kind of brings in one of my topics. Basically talking about how, um, you know, the rich people are going to start like hoarding water, especially like in California. And um, it brings me to one of my topics of that um, in oh, Mississippi, no. um, that one of like a main water supply was like cut off and has been poisoned kind of similar to like how it was in Flint, Michigan. Oh my God. Um, and people have been without water for like days, weeks. I kind of think I saw that on yeah. Twitter too. Like that is fucking insane. And honestly, yeah, I feel like California is going to like, I don't know, but why us? And I the just rich, have a question. And the rich people We're not are better just than like, everyone. Yeah. But all I'm trying to say is there's some crazy people in these other states. Oh yeah. And that's what the comments was saying too. They're like, okay, but all these other people and other states are also fucking the people in their states. So it's yeah. not just California. Yeah. But it just so happened to to lead with California. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I say we all come together as people. Eat the rich. <laughs> closer, closer. I say that we just all take over the tech companies' campuses and take up all their food supplies mm. and water. Because mm. fuck them techies. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like fuck them kids, but fuck them techies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause they're yeah. already rich. So go get your water mm-hmm. on your own. We're just gonna go to the campus and get it. You know that's a really great idea. They're like the new Costco's. You know exactly. how people say Exa- like, in a- and that's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be at the Costco's. I'm gonna be at the techie campus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you didn't hear this first, and allegedly. So don't come for me. Right. This is just a joke. Right. Okay, should we do some more prososcopes? Yes. <laughs> the disrespectful... Yeah, some disrespectful uh, horoscopes. horoscopes that AKA. AKA Sarah found on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Looks like a newspaper clipping. Last time we did um, Sagittarius, Scorpio, Libra, and Gemini, mm-hmm. which are me and Maya's sun and moons. Um, we can do four more today. So let's do our rising. Yeah. And then two others. Yes. All right. I'll go first this time. Okay. Okay. It says Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, Cap. You know, you don't have to treat every person in your life as little more than just another rung on whatever social or professional ladder you're climbing at the moment. Oh, my God. They can tell, by the way, you're not exactly subtle. (laughs) Have you ever considered that decent people don't go to parties to network? This month, focus on trying not to be a cold, distant asshole. And no, you can't list work as a hobby on your dating profile. Oh, my God. Oh my! I mean, like you know, we talk about how Libra gets the um, opportunistic rep and Sag too, Mm -hmm. Um, but Capricorn, Capricorn's just really good at taking themselves seriously. So when they're doing it, like you can't knock them for it. But like they're fucking playing you too, right? But I feel like to everyone else, when Capricorn's doing it, it's like, oh, they're doing me a favor. Like I really do need them, and it's like they need you too. Right. <laughs> they're kind of like you, too. Right. Oh. They're just, I feel like, master puppet manipulators to me, really, yeah. at the end of the day, because they know what they're doing. They know who they're working to get where they're trying to go. Yeah. I just feel like they're also really good at making you feel stupid. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, I wanted to I say. Yeah, I about that all the like, time. Like, it's kind of just, like, super fucked up. Like, I know I've sometimes done this but i still think it's fucked up when i see other capricorns do it i'm like dude 
be nice. Like, just because you know more doesn't mean you can just fucking make people feel so worthless and small. Ah, that is but really funny. But sometimes it's the funny. best way to get people mad. You know, that is so, so funny. Why is it so funny? I feel like Sagittarius and Aquarius get that rep so much yeah. but capricorn needs to get that crown too because yeah. i mean just like what i said about the last a, one yeah, they do it different in way. a really mm-hmm. low-key way capricorn mm-hmm. does it in a low-key every bad thing capricorn does they do it so subtly yeah and they're not a man or woman of many words <laughs> so you already just feel even more rejected by their response yeah <laughs> but it's still fucked up like dude you're being a bitch. Like, you're such a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, you're such a fucking bitch right now. And, like, why are you being so transactional? It feels so transactional no. with them all the time. And no, it, it's true. It, and it feels, and yeah, that's why it feels cold. Because it's like, you're you're using me. You're using me. <laughs> and, like, you know, we could be having a really personal conversation. But when, like, there doesn't have to be, like, a end. But Capricorn has a way of, like, turning it off and being, like, I'm glad we cried together, but, like, I'm done. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's, like, a time and a place. Mm-hmm. And for other people, it can carry on. But Capricorn placements are very much, like, I'm done with this, whatever this was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm over it. Bye. Why are you still here? You're oh a nuisance. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, they were just crying. But they're, like, that wasn't me. <laughs> you know? So, so mean. Yeah. Yeah, and people don't talk about how mean Capricorn can be, honestly, you guys. Yeah. They don't. They, like, talk to you about how, like, oh, Capricorn is just so weird about their job. They're so responsible. No, Capricorn, sometimes you're just fucking mean. Yeah. Like, you're just mean. Mm-hmm. You're a meanie. You're a big old meanie. Yeah, and I feel like I'm going to say it, too, like, um, Capricorns who maybe don't have their lives together, I feel like they can extra be bullies because oh, yeah. they just... I mean, they found. Talk about. They want to be the goat of something. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I talked about this, you know, about the, yeah, Instagram scammers. Anything, any Mm -hmm. hustle, Mm -hmm. they will be the best at. Mm -hmm. Depending on the level of evolution they're on. Yeah. You know, because they do have that need for, like, power and control and dominance. So if they're not using that, utilizing that energy in a positive way, they're definitely going to feel comfortable doing it in a very... Uh, demonic way yeah they are the goats <laughs> you little demon <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also think capricorn is just really good at playing people they like like romantically because if they honestly feel like they like you they will obviously hold their cards very close to themselves but they're because they're so private i feel like it's really easy for them to like play you to be like, well, I wasn't interested anyway. But, like, they'll give little cues where you're like, oh, shit, the Capricorn likes me. I think the Capricorn really likes me. And then, like, you're trying to play it cool, and they'll notice that, and they'll make you feel dumb. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not like they've had all their cards on the table to begin with, so it's really easy for them to kind of gaslight you into thinking that, well, I was never interested anyway. Mm. Because they'll only show moments of vulnerability, like, 2% of the time. Mm. So it's really easy for them to just... You know, take it back. Take it back and be like, no. When have we ever been friendly? Like it wasn't there. No. It was never there. Oh, dang. Uh, That hurt my heart. Uh, I feel like I kind of read y'all. You kind of did. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) 
like me. <laughs> it's true. When you don't share too much, you can definitely turn it back around and be like, I didn't say that. Right. You just read that. Again, it's You a just thing read of, that like that. Yeah. It's a power <laughs> and manipulation thing. I feel like they, it's bad. It's it, bad. they always move yeah. from that. And that's why I wish Place. cancers. They want to be in control. Well, don't take like don't be a Capricorn Cancer and you know <laughs> Capricorn. Don't be a Cancer, but Cancer. This is what you can learn about Capricorn. If you don't share all your emotions, Cardinal Water, mm. sometimes you can take backseas in moments <laughs> that really make a difference. You know what I mean? But when you put it all out on the table and you're crying and you're screaming and you're using every adjective to tell them how they made you feel, oh it's really hard to call them the next day and be like. Um, that wasn't like what I meant to say. <laughs> am I wrong though? Like, you know, I I mean, I'm not trying to like give like a master manipulation class, but oh, definitely uh, something gosh. to consider if you feel like, you know, you participate in word vomit often in life. That's good advice for them. Especially because they are, they naturally just exactly. share exactly. all of their exactly. emotions very passionately. Yeah, truly. I guess sometimes you should just think about, okay, I want to have this conversation. Um, what is all the wrong ways this can go? If, yeah. if every wrong way it can go is worth it to you, do it. But if you have moments where you're like, no, I don't want that to be taken that way, maybe, you know, hone it back in and be like, all right, maybe I won't share that much because it might go that way and I don't think I want them to know about that about me yet. Yeah. How crazy I can get yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? How intense I can get yet. It's good to, you know. Hold it all in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, don't sometimes. show all your cards just Exactly. Yet. And not one. at the beginning. You yeah. know what I mean? You show your cards one by one. Exactly. Never the all no, out there. No, never. Ones. Honestly. Just do it Very when you're hard. like 90. Like, that's my th- belief. Yeah. I am an onion that keeps on giving <laughs> and peeling. And you never want to just, you know. That's the wrong time to meet me in the middle, actually. I want you to just keep on reaching and reaching. And we're close, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Because you're always going to be a little interested, and I'm always going to be interested. I also don't want to know everything about you either. Yeah. I want to be surprised by I you. I want to be like, oh, I could have never. I never would imagine. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps the relationship exciting. I think so. But not too deep, crazy of secrets. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I mean? We've talked then about that's that before. That's what I'm going to look at you too. and be like, then I'm like, no. You, I'm be like, who are you right now? You ain't. Who the fuck are you right now? You're scaring me right now. Yeah, no. no. Then it is unacceptable. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, so you, you think you played me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, oh, this was a long con. No, I do the long con, and now I'm breaking up with you. Right. <laughs> it's like, I just broke up with you. No, I broke up with you. <laughs> me with my cashier at Whole Foods. <laughs> I've had the same cashier like three times now, mm-hmm. and she's cool, but I'm like, I should know something about you now. <laughs> You know my first name, my last name. I need to know more about you. Right. I would get her name. She swiped her. Yeah, you have to. I will. Yeah. Because you're going to see her again. It's disbalanced right now. Yeah. She knows weird. a lot about me. She does. My whole first and last name. Mm-mm. And the way I look. And she knows you Pre live gym, nearby. Pre-gym, post-gym, glam. <laughs> <laughs> Are you yes. ready for your rising sign now? I guess so. I'm, I guess I might be ready for this read. I don't know. Well, you have to be. Yeah, I mean, I am. Okay, good. Give it to me. Give me that pink. All right. It says, Aquarius, you're just a bit of a nothing person. If you disappeared from the world tomorrow, nobody would even notice. How does it feel to have absolutely no meaningful relationship in your life? Even if underneath your aloof, unaffected exterior, you didn't have the personality equivalent of limp, 
unseasoned <laughs> instant noodles, your attachment <laughs> style still is still just no. Your best bet is to just learn to live with it because you're unlikely to ever change. They called me a limp, unseasoned noodle. Noodle. Instant noodle. Instant noodle. <laughs> oh, I made a dig the knife in there. <laughs> You're just a bit of a nothing person. Just because, oh, <laughs> no, we went in for Capricorn, so you best wow. believe we don't go in for you, Aquarius. Wow. Sometimes when you feel like you're going to do everything to not fit in, yeah, you won't be noticed because you're literally so outside. That, yeah, you're doing nothing. The, the outlier <laughs> of nothing. Yeah. You're like, why am I so Aquarius? Aquarius is like three planets away. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to sometimes mingle with the people and see what people like. And I feel like Aquarius's ego sometimes makes them kind of pull away from the crowd. And yeah, sometimes you're likely to be forgotten, but then Aquarius comes back like, you guys all forgot about me. I'm so misunderstood. <laughs> you left. Uh, you said you didn't want to be here anymore no, and that uh, everyone was annoying. Aquarius is so funny because they will purposely like step away from the group and wait for other people to like follow them. Yeah. And if no one follows, they're like, well, fuck it, you yeah. then. Yeah, I have been alone. Actually. And I like it this way. Like, no, you but don't. But then they get upset. No, you don't. Aquarius has always come back with the, nobody understands me. I know. That's what I'm saying. No, they like, don't. Because you don't give them a <laughs> chance to. And, like, because you want to be so different, you almost create this distance between you and other people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, if you want to connect with people, sometimes you have to find common ground. Yeah. And Aquarius, because they're such an outlier, they don't like finding common ground. It's not in their nature. So it's harder for them to connect with people. I'm not saying this is, well, yeah, it's kind of your fault, but I don't know if you care or not. But I'm just reading you right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, when you don't feel the need to connect with people, mm -hmm. you're going to feel lonely. I'm not saying you have to be social and connect with everybody and be everyone's friend all the time and be emotionally available all the time and present all the time. But if you want to feel less lonely, maybe you should connect with some people once in a while. They are so funny because yes 100% but this is where I feel like their fixed energy comes in like so thick and heavy because they love their friends and their people that they already have and they're like well why would I fuck with you why would I give you the time of day sometimes yeah. you know what no, I mean literally. that's not all aquas some of them are really friendly and they want to reach out but there are some who are like why show me your worth then maybe yeah and then maybe I can talk to you Oh, my God. And it's like, I, I feel like it's that fixed energy of, like, I don't, like, I don't want to change what I love and yeah. know. Well, what I want to talk about, too. Yeah. I feel like sometimes Aqua just yeah. wants to talk about the things <laughs> that, they <laughs> want, that they're into that week. And, like, if you don't fit into that category, they're already, like, over you. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I'm into right now. <laughs> right now. Right, and, like, and if you, you don't want to talk about it, I'm not even giving you the don't time know of day. about it. I want to pick. I want to pick the brain. Can I pick your brain? No, stop trying to fuck my brain. Like, oh. honestly, they're always ready to fuck your brain, and like they're almost like pushing it. They're like, stop trying to fucking debate with me. Like yeah. I just came here for a wholesome time, and oh Aquarius is like bullying you into a debate. Like let's <laughs> fucking debate right now. I'll take you. What the fuck? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all the fixed <laughs> do that. God. When they're talking about, or like when they want to like 
they're being they're doing their obsessive oh thing God, you know yeah, what i mean like true. they're like i'm not hearing you and i will only talk to people who want to talk about the thing i want to talk about yeah well, and will make you feel stupid if you oh ain't trying God. to talk about that thing yeah no absolutely it's true it's really true honestly i thank god for my gemini moon <laughs> i love that i can talk about different things yeah. otherwise i will get obsessed <laughs> yeah it's true mm. Rest easy if you fix Dominic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord. Find you some beautiful friends Literally, or something. Something, something. And be open to it. Yeah, okay. maybe download a fact of the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Facts aren't just what you think they are, what you come to see. Like, I need you to open up your mind. Yeah. Let me yes. unfuck your brain. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We are back with the Zodiac Couples. Yes, we are. I hope you guys are loving these right. astrology-heavy podcast episodes. Please do not assume that all of our podcasts every time will be all astrology. Correct. Like We like showing y'all our whole entire personality. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be like mean if we don't always talk about astrology stuff 100% of the time. Because like I said, we are dynamic people mm-hmm. that enjoy talking about various things. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Sometimes we're gonna talk about politics. Sometimes yeah. we're gonna talk about our life stories. Yeah, like, seriously. You just gotta be along for this journey, honey. Yeah, you gotta like me. You like, know. You know. What I, mean? I like that you like astrology, but like I want you to also like me. Yeah. And, if, and Maya, and if yeah. you don't like me and Maya, then honestly, I, mean, I, I would don't like know for why. you to go right now. Yeah, because that's right that now. sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's more to us than um. Mm-hmm. than just those things definitely yeah and i want to connect mm-hmm. with y'all on a deeper level mm-hmm. and i feel like you can do that when you talk about various subjects mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you ready for this one yes, I am. it is the soulmates pisces and scorpio <laughs> i am honestly i'm do i get a tear like i don't get it like i feel like i won <laughs> yeah, I got my Pisces man's mm-hmm. as a Scorpio, mm-hmm. and we get wait, we get the soulmate. Soul Are you kidding me? I can't yeah. stop cheesing. That's so cute. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's take to take me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> to take my story out of it. <laughs> okay, no, our uh. Pisces, who's Pisces' most compatible video is like our it's number one banging. video, and we only talk about how Pisces is compatible with Scorpio. And the people video. love that shit. And the people love it. They eat that shit up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Pisces and Scorpio were made for each other. It's not yeah. the first time you've heard it here. It's not the first time you've heard it from me. Right. It's um, gonna be the last time you hear it probably not, too. I just feel like the depth is very much on that soulmate energy yes. of like, I love you right now, but like. I love you in ways that transcend this world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I look at you and I see your soul. You mm-hmm. look at me, you see my soul. Like through the darkness, through everything, I just want you. Mm-hmm. Cause like nothing else hits on this planet. You're like my own personal brand of heroin, like Edward <laughs> no, said. How I feel like this is how these two energies are. I love how they intertwine so beautifully because they always know when to kind of play their part. There's always like this dance of like one is being maybe more dark and sad and the other one is there supporting them, always yeah. giving love and showing support. And it's so Stop, I'm gonna cry. beautiful. It's so beautiful. 
beautiful. And it's never too scary for the other. You no. know what I mean? They just want to be there and love it's you like honestly no one just ever can. Expect it. Because <laughs> I mean, I can't speak on a Pisces's experience before a Scorpio. And I would think my Pisces boyfriend says the same. Like, all we've wanted is someone to be there for us the way we're there for other people. Yeah. Just someone who emotionally valid validates us like we emotionally validate them, even if we don't have anything left. Like just the availability, emotional availability is something that Pisces and Scorpio never thought it would be possible to find. But when you meet a Pisces as a Scorpio or when you meet a Scorpio as a Pisces, like you just feel like, holy shit, I can't believe I found you. Like you really are down for me and you understand me and you will never ever judge me for my emotions mm -hmm. like holy you are so sweet and gentle with me right you're never like, too much you're not for them. exactly you're never too aggressive you're yeah. never too um crazy or delusional on the pisces no, end you know what i mean because like, you know where acceptance. it comes from you know where it comes yeah. from pisces and scorpio are made for each other because we don't have to try to explain to each other why we're emotional mm -hmm. like we just get it you know mm-hmm Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful thing, mm -hmm. and nothing else can replace it. And I feel like y'all also very much feel each other's energy. Yeah. You know, not only is the communication there about the feelings and the verbal. Yeah, it's um, just validated. It's, yes. <laughs> it's validated all the time. I oh. don't know if other people do this, but, like, me and my Pisces boyfriend, oftentimes we have dreams where we're in the same dream oh where we're sleeping gosh. next to each other. Wow. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, yeah. That's pretty beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, deep. I'm also going to say, you know, everybody talks about, obviously, and Sarah doesn't always like it, but it's true, how <laughs> Scorpios, you know, they have a high sex drive. Uh, yeah. Pisces can't keep up. They little horny dogs, too, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's obviously, true. they love it for that. So that's another reason why yeah. I feel like they're soulmates, because they are so sexually compatible. Absolutely. Honestly, <laughs> my Capricorn Rising take me serious <laughs> i'm a sick fuck i like the sick fuck <laughs> no um yeah what were we talking about yeah. <laughs> so the next couple we got are the rider dies sagittarius and aries oh, hey, i actually hey. love this one hey, duh hey. honestly sag and aries <laughs> bruh Bruh, who gonna stop me? Wow. Who gonna stop me? Because wow. my partner's actually telling me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> my partner's driving so, me up right now. If you so. thought that, like, he or she was gonna be the one to tell me to back Calm down, down, if you would have only known that actually I'm, they're the reason I'm doing this. Right. They, they were in my ear like the little devil they are. <laughs> like, baby, I wanna see you do it. Shine, baby, like the star you no, are. This is like the instigating. <laughs> literally oh, yeah. couple like i feel like they will go to great lengths to create the best memories together oh yeah you know neither one of them will back down and honestly they're gonna judge each other if the other backs down which will never happen yeah ever no exciting fierce and sexy yes that's how i would describe these two i love together yes totally i love to okay i mean it can get 
bad from experience, but I love too when it's good um, how they challenge each other. Yeah. Um, in the relationship, again, it can get bad from experience, but <laughs> it can be really beautiful in the beginning because I feel like right, they so understand. <laughs> well, I feel like they understand um, sometimes our equally explosive energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And they can, in a they make they comfort you. You yeah. know what I mean? We can comfort each other and like understand like yeah, I can understand why you got so upset. I would have it's gotten like that a, upset it's too. A, it's a passionate thing. Like mm-hmm. I know why you're reacting so passionately. Mm-hmm. Why would I judge you when I see myself reacting like that too? Right. Like honestly, they'll even hype each other up even <laughs> if you weren't there. They said, "What, baby?" Oh, no. Right. And did you say this? Yeah, literally. Well, I'm gonna call them and say this now. Actually. <laughs> actually, cuz like why would they be embarrassed? Like that is how they operate. They're mm-hmm. gonna speak from the heart. They're gonna lead from the heart, and ultimately, they're gonna be more attracted to each other because of their courage. Mm-hmm. Both of these signs are very courageous, very. and I feel like they will always notice that in the other. Mm-hmm. So they know that they'll always have a ride or die for sure. And they are go getters too. You know what I mean? They want to achieve things in their life, and I feel like. I feel like Aries has very big dreams and so does Sagittarius, but I feel like maybe sometimes Aries can be a little more, not closed-minded, but life's hard and this is a struggle. And I feel like Sag can be there to be like, no, babe, like keep going. You're doing great. It doesn't have to be hard. And I feel like they can be that positive reminder for Aries and they will show up for them as well too because they know how much it means to them. You know, I feel like sometimes Sag – when um, they don't have a deep connection with someone, they're known to be flaky. But yeah. I feel like for Aries, especially with how they would react if they wouldn't, mm-hmm. they will show up, you yeah. know, because they know how much it means to them and they wouldn't want it. Kind of similar how we're saying to Pisces and Scorpio, they wouldn't want to make them feel dumb. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I feel like fire to fire signs get a lot. They don't want to make the other one feel stupid in the relationship. Because they know how they'll react. Because they'll put themselves in that position of like, well, this is how I'd react if someone didn't be like that. So I'm not going to do it to them because I know how passionate they are mm-hmm. um, and how aggressive they can get. Yeah. If I, if I play. Right. If I play. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're going to hold you. They're going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let it simmer. You're probably going to get an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. A verbal <laughs> A verbal ass whooping. Yeah. yeah, not like a real one. No, yeah. Because that's toxic. And yeah. You should no. never participate. Never, never. Um, but yeah, you know, a verbal ass whooping. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, what the fuck? Right. Who the fuck do you think I am? You gonna play me like this? And this isn't the man talking. This is the woman talking right. to the man. <laughs> so, I also saw the other day. I, I feel had... like whenever you're like. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say some tea. <laughs> I mean, this is a silly one, but I'm very excited. Um, so, Wingstop has a chicken sandwich. Yeah, I heard. I'm um, gonna have it this weekend. You had it this weekend? No, me oh. and my <laughs> me and my man's like, it's like a date. We're like, we're gonna try the Wingstop sandwich. Yes. Because <laughs> they got like twelve different flavors. I'm very excited. I don't I know how to feel about the twelve fucking flavors. Well, I'm gonna need them to not do that. I mean, is it the flavors that they have? Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Else? It's oh, like okay, on the yeah, it's cool. like on the wings. But like, who gonna get some of those flavors on a chicken sandwich? I'm like, I'm judging. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, she said, I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some of them would. Yeah, I guess no, some, some of them would be bomb. But I don't know if really all of them would be. How about that? Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm thinking about it. But I definitely want to try it. Oh, me too. I'm like, excited. Especially, okay, I also want to, oh I have God, something to, I got tequila. Oh, no. You can keep that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I also got it's a bone to pick. Shot. 
with um, Wingstop because <coughs> the last few times I've tried to order from them, they didn't have wings. Oh, yeah. There's a wing shortage. I know. I know there's been, like, a wing shortage, but, like. Get it together. Get some motherfucking wings. I mean. And, like, how? How you got other pieces the of the chicken? Oh, yeah. Wait, that's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. Where are the wings going? <laughs> Is there, like, a black market for the fucking wings? It's the fucking 1%. That's what I'm They're saying. They're buying the wings. All the wings get near. No, that. honestly. what? Where is. Where where do <laughs> where? wings go? I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right, wait. Which flavor are you going to get? Um, I think I'm going to get original hot just to see what's up. Yeah, okay, I, I love like a good buffalo I want chicken my, fried chicken um, sandwich. My spicy sweet one that I get, the mango habanero. The, I feel okay, like that'd be, be good. good. That'd be spicy. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I fuck with the, yeah, I fuck with the I original hot. The and Louisiana like, rub would be good. See, like, I don't know, man. Because I love Louisiana rub. Yeah. And I also love lemon pepper. I was thinking about if I, lemon pepper would be good on a sandwich. Yeah. I don't think I'd like that. I'm mm. very particular about the flavors on a sandwich. Mm. And I'm not a picky okay, person, okay. but I just feel like some shit don't hit for me. Mm. Um, but I may be surprised. Yeah. So maybe I'll make my man give me something different. Mm-hmm. I think you just got to get, like, a couple to just try. To just try? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I would want to try something that I don't think would sound good. Uh-huh. Just for the sake of it. Because I'm not an Aquarius. And I, can, <laughs> and I can try new things. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This isn't an Aquarius roast. I feel like it was just easy there. Coming for their energy. Fixed wow. <laughs> <laughs> sign versus fixed sign. <laughs> Who's more stubborn? <laughs> News flashes Taurus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most. Forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever Always and ever. Taurus. Honestly, okay, speaking of food and chicken, mm-hmm. I <laughs> am really annoyed because whenever I order, and I don't do it often, it's when I treat myself, and I want to get Popeyes. Mm. When you order it, like, they don't give you fucking sauces. I'm like, bro, like, bro, why get me the sauces. And that's my sauces. thing is, like, I can't eat that without a sauce. It's too dry for yeah, me. Yeah, it's hella dry. Like, I have a preference, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not a picky eater. I'll eat anything, but if I'm missing something that a food needs, a meal needs, I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I'd be chefing it up in the kitchen. I'm like, this needs this right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of Popeyes, I got to be honest because. What happened? I feel like I can never eat a chicken, like, tender again because what of happened? Popeyes. What happened? There was something in the middle? Well, no. I mean. A vein was popping out and it was bloody? Explain? Like, the way it was shaped. What did it look the like? The chicken tender clearly just looked like a chicken's foot. And, like, just, like, their whole, like, little chicken. The things were coming out, too? Yeah. Like, it looked like a fucking chicken foot. Oh, and I was like, I A chicken can't... foot accidentally made it in there. I can't. And you got it by accident. Well, how did I get every single chicken foot? Stop. Like, there was girl, more like, than there's one? more than one chicken foot. And I just can't. And, I like, chicken tenders are forever ruined for me. I think they all look like chicken feet now, even though, obviously, not all of them do. But I... Oh, my God. That would be... No, that'd be crazy. I can't. Yeah, no, I can't either. Um, I just can't. What's the most adventurous fo- food you've tried? Um. Okay, so... I mean, I don't feel... I don't know if it was really ev- that adventurous. Adventurous. And it was done You're most by... adventurous. <laughs> You're most adventurous. Not by free will. 
Um, <laughs> my mom. Did she trick you? Into yeah, she tricked me. Into uh, what? She made me have an ostrich burger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. And she like, hid it from you. Yeah. Yeah. She's that's like, like that's also a, like a trick answer because it's like it was, it was like a willingness to try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not one that you've actually okay. sought out. No, if you don't, it's okay. That one, that one can count. But yeah. I wanted to know if you were ever like, you know what? This is risky, but I will do it just to do it. Hmm. And it's okay if you don't have one because I know not everyone feels comfortable doing that. I mean, I feel like I grew up in a very um, basic American, you know, household where we ate a lot of fast food. Yeah. So this is me being, you know, very white in the sense that there are some times where I went to my friend's house and I had never had different like ethnic type of foods yeah, before you yeah. know what I mean like I didn't have um certain Asian cuisines until I was like in high school and I didn't have like different African foods until I was like in college mm-hmm. so I feel like certain things like that that I had never heard of yeah I feel like I couldn't really say yeah you know what about you though what would you say is the most adventurous thing you've ever ate well, you know, I've ate a lot of things in my life <laughs> growing up in the Middle East. Um, but honestly, not even besides that, like a couple, I don't know, like last year, I tried crickets for the first time oh. with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It was at like some um, Mexican restaurant uh-huh. um, and they had like this like lime that goes with it. Like, honestly, it was not bad. Mm-hmm. I just had to like not make eye contact yeah. with it. <laughs> And just, like, put it in my mouth, you know? Yeah. But, like, besides that, like, growing up, like, yeah, one of the main dishes that – not main in the sense that they make it every week, but, like, my mom in our culture, it's really normal to make, like, a goat's head. Mm. And, like, you eat, like, all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. the brain and the tongue and the muscles and, like, other shit that I would never eat. But, like, God, that smell was, like – insane because it would just take over the whole house. yeah and i remember growing up and when they would do it in america because obviously it was happening in iran but like happening in america i would just be like mom oh my <laughs> i can't bring people over and now honestly it's so funny how when you're young and an immigrant you like reject your culture because mm-hmm. you want to be accepted by white people so badly but like when you as i grew older i was just like i love my culture i love every part of my fucking culture mm-hmm. so now I, I would bring people over just to scare them be like look at that ghost hair right there <laughs> <laughs> That's for dinner tonight. Like, that smell that moment. Don't smell good. Take that in. Brains for you because you need some. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, my favorites were the brain um, and the muscles oh, okay. and the tongue. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've tried chick. I mean, I feel like chicken liver is not heard- that bad. Yeah. It's pretty good actually. Yeah. Um. But yeah, crickets. I'm. I've tried alligator. Oh. Um. That was that? interesting. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad at yeah. all. Yeah, I'm honestly willing to try. I would say anything. Same. I'm down um, to try. Yeah, because don't expect me I to just, finish a plate, yeah. but I'm more than willing. Exactly. To My try. thing is, I try have this rule of like I try something like three times because mm-hmm. I like to give it a chance of like being prepared by different people and mm-hmm. me being in a different mood. Like I don't want to just try something once and then be like biased towards mm-hmm. it. For sure. Yeah. And I feel like too like. Every few years, your taste buds kind of change. They do. You know? So, like, you should always be open to, even if you didn't like it at some point in your life, trying Try it. it again. Because, again, you can be prepared in a I'm different like, way. Because I feel like I grew up um, 
somewhere else and then I immigrated like I'm already so open to trying different cuisines and because we live in like you know America and California specifically in the coast where you have so many different cultures like you're mm-hmm. more open-minded so like it does frustrate me when there's people that are ignorant and like they're oh, trying like someone else's culture's food and they're mm-hmm. like ew like making faces like saying shit like if you don't like something you could just be quiet yeah and you could just like not eat it's yeah like, it's not for me but the faces and the comments and the noises it honestly is one of my pet peeves because yeah. I feel like you can be respectful for sure you know what I mean for yeah, sure that's one of my things I'm totally fine with people having their pre- personal preferences not wanting to try something mm-hmm. just watch your manners for sure you know for sure yeah mm-hmm mm. Gosh, <laughs> made me think of a story of when I recently, not super recently, but like a year or two ago, I had anchovies. Like mm-hmm. I ate like an anchovy. Mm-hmm. I'd never just eaten like an anchovy before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this shit was gross. Like I didn't like it. It was hella salty. Not for me. Yeah. But I went back to work and I was like ranting and raving in my very Sagittarius way. Like, oh my God, anchovies are the nastiest thing I've ever tasted in my whole life. Have you ever had an anchovy? I'm like oh going around like God. really politicking about it, you know? And um, someone was like, they're the best fucking food to ever. Well, have. no, I felt kind of, I felt really bad. There was this one girl who was Vietnamese and she was like, you That's know, anchovies are like a, a predominant part in a lot of our foods. And I was like, oh God, I instantly got so embarrassed because I was just like, how? A good way to combat that would be like, well, you know what? I need to have it prepared the traditional Vietnamese way because the way that I had it was probably not, you know, made well. Honestly, I would love to try. Do you have a family recipe? Yeah, yeah. See, look at her. Leave her mercuring it up over here. My sad Mercury was like, I just like instantly got embarrassed. I'm crying. And I, I think I just profusely started apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm like, sorry. I, I don't know. Like I've never, I haven't had that much Vietnamese food. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Aww. <laughs> no, I'm sure he appreciates you even like acknowledging it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you didn't know. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you live and you learn, you know? Yeah, but I mean, back to your point of, like, why you shouldn't be so boldly. Like, that's nasty. Like, yeah. I don't want this. You know, because you never know who, like, yeah. who you could be offending if that's, like, their main, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It, was, it just brought some hmm. knowledge to my to my shelf. I'm like, let me check my shelf <laughs> real quick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lovely people, thank you for kicking it with me and Maya while we talk about a lot of astrology and a whole lot of other random shit. Mm -hmm. As always, we seriously enjoy kicking it with y'all in the middle of the week. Well, for you guys at the end of the week, but for us, we're conversating in the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. It's a really fun way to honestly just decompress and talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about with our besties. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Um, If you're listening, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify Mm -hmm. if you're watching. Leave a comment. We love reading y'all's comments. They make us so happy. Like the video. (laughs) Share it with your friends. Mm -hmm. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, And we love y'all so, so freaking much. So, so much. Congrats on getting it through the week. And have an amazing weekend. Yeah, have a beautiful weekend. Love you. Bye. Bye.